Hey guys, and welcome back to the Worth Living For podcast. And on this episode, I really want to talk about mental health. Uh, I want to talk about some of the things I've learned, some of the lessons that um, God has taught me um, through my personal experience, or even via the experiences of friends and um, family that I know. And um, first off, I just want to say that um, when it comes to mental health, I think that we need to approach it in in two ways. One, we need to be compassionate and caring for someone else's experience and the experiences and the experiences that they're having um because that makes us actually care more about that person and um be less opinionated about what we think they should do in order to get out of that situation because i know for me and i know i'm talking about it a bit early in the episode but i know for me when in the past when i've experienced um seasonal depression one of the things I used to do was, well, I'm going to listen to um, one of my favorite albums or I'm going to listen to the music that I really enjoy or I'm just going to do something that I love and enjoy doing to try to pull myself out of that state of depression. And it never worked. And I think it's because sometimes you have to write, you have to... um ride the wave so then instead of um you in all your strength trying to pull yourself out of that and even if you don't have a relationship with god but riding the wave of that moment that that season or that circumstance and allowing god's strength to pull you out of it instead of you trying to pull yourself out of it because I think in the past when I've pulled myself out of it the the seasonal depression lasts much longer because sooner or later I would eventually start to feel the exact same way and um, I haven't wrestled with seasonal depression for quite some time but I think the things that I, the thing that I learned um, during those past experiences was the fact that um, you can do one or two things in that in that season in that situation. You can beat yourself up by saying, "Well, oh, you know, I'm a loser. Um, I'm I'm depressed because I'm not good enough, or I'm not perfect," which which is kind of funny. This you know, it's not really. It's kind of funny saying, you know, I'm not perfect. Well, that's kind of obvious because none of us are. And and I think the other thing also, like when you're going through a state of depression or some some kind of like mental health crisis, um, sometimes we also tell ourselves, you know, I, I can't, I can't vocally express how I feel with anyone other than myself because then I become burdens um I become a burden to 
the people that love me or I become a burden to um, the people that care. And and I think, you know, that that's a valid assumption because, you know, um, the reason why people seek out professional help, like either from a psychologist or a psychiatrist is because it can be extremely difficult to um, tell um, someone that you love, I'm feeling this way and I don't know why and I don't know how to get out of it, but, um, you know, it, it can be extremely difficult because, you know, we want to present um, the, 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 the healthy and whole person to to family and friends and you know if you're in that um situation of um being in an intimate relationship with someone you know we want to present that healthy and whole person to our other half but the only problem is um does that become like a for a form of like practicing perfection rather than being present and and in any given relationship, whether that's with family or friends, we need to treat it like our relationship with God. God is so much better, so much. You probably already know if you've listened to any of the episode, any of the other episodes of my podcast, but I guess the point is we need to treat relationship with friends and family like we treat our relationship with God, where we're where we we practice being present, not perfect, because perfection, especially when it comes to mental health, perfection causes us to, to never really open up to anyone because, well, you know, I can't do that because then that exposes my imperfections. It exposes my flaws and it exposes my ability to fail and, and fall short of the person that I think I should be the person that I believe I should be. But, um, you know, mental health can be extremely difficult for some people. And I think there needs to be more compassion. There needs to be um, a shift in our perspective because there's power in perspective and, and there's power in acknowledging someone else's pain and, and how someone else might be suffering or, or even just acknowledging what they're going through. You know, um, a part of me wants to believe that most of us want to acknowledge what someone else is going through. But sometimes even, even, even though we have the best intentions, sometimes we don't actually like pause and reflect upon how we're treating other people, especially if they're wrestling with mental health. And, um, you know, I think God taught me a lot about this when my, um, when, when a close person in my life was diagnosed with, um, significant depression and anxiety. And, um, it actually helped me and it actually helped me and my father relate more. Well, not not so much relate more, but I kind of knew it. Kind of made me see past in the past and present experiences of like, oh, okay, that's what was going on, 
and that's what he was experiencing. And it actually, um, it actually made me and my father closer because, you know, um, like I said earlier, my seasonal, my seasonal depression, I have experienced, I haven't experienced that in quite some time, but when my father was diagnosed with, you know, that significant depression, anxiety, it actually made our relationship more close knit because I could then acknowledge like, Oh, wow. So that's what he was experiencing. And let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Because there's a verse in the Bible where it talks, where it, where it encourages us to um, gather around each other and share our testimonies, talk about our struggles. Um, you know, iron sharpens iron, like actually um, stirring each other on to, um, to, 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 build those kind of relationships where we look out for each other In instead of using harsh words and beating each other up when we're not doing so well, actually encouraging each other and, and, and um, embracing each other in those moments of, Hey, let's acknowledge this stuff. Let's talk about this stuff, but then let's actually encourage each other that life is beautiful life is an amazing thing that each of us have an opportunity to live so let's acknowledge the pain let's acknowledge the suffering let's acknowledge the things that we go through and the experiences that we've had but let's also encourage each other to pursue and be present in our relationship with god not trying to be perfect not trying to have it all together, not trying to be a perfect person, but be present. And I think that's the biggest thing with mental health, because if we kind of just brush it off as like, oh man, this person's just a sad burden and the kind of person I don't want to hang around. But if we actually look at that person and acknowledge it for what it is, and we might, and yeah, yeah, you might not fully understand what's going on. You might not fully agree with what's going on. Cause, cause if you, if you haven't experienced mental health, then un unfortunately it can be quite um, impossible to even, to even acknowledge what that other person is going through, let, let alone even having a brief understanding of what mental health is for them. But I think actually just, pausing and reflecting upon um what that person might be experiencing it, it um it's a beautiful thing for us to actually um sit back and listen and learn you know because there was also lots of people lots of people in god's word you know in the, in the bible who who suffered and experienced like um, mental health you know even Jesus disciple when Jesus approached him and said um, you are gonna um, you you were gonna say that you were never with me three times and this particular disciple and this particular disciple 
um, piped up and said, no, no, Jesus, like, what are you talking about? Like, that's not going to happen. That's not me. Like, what are you even going on about? And Jesus was like, no, no, you are going to, you're going to say that you don't know me, that you never knew me three times. And lo and behold, this disciple actually does that. And, and, and you know, long story short, you know, um, uh, b- before Jesus kind of ascends into heaven, um, he more or less, more or less says to this disciple, like, um, I forgive you. And, and I think, you know, um, there's lots of um, scenarios in the Bible, real, real scenarios in the Bible that um, reflect upon how we should approach mental health, especially if it's being experienced by someone that we love and that we truly care about. And, and approaching those situations with love and, and compassion. Anyway, guys, um, I don't know how long this episode's been gone for, um, but that's not the most important aspect of me doing this. But um, just wanted to quickly read you a couple of verses that might um, that might actually um, put into perspective of what I was talking about, especially when I was talking about like um, you know, if 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 someone that we know is dealing with mental health, we can either say a harsh word or a kind word. We can say something that um, is loving and compassionate towards that person, or we can just simply, you know, not think and just speak. (laughs) So uh, let me just find it, eh? So this is uh, Proverbs, Proverbs 16, verse 24, and it says, Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. And then in, 20, in verse 27 to 29, I think just reading these verses this morning, I think it kind of just reflects the um, the possible outcome of doing the complete opposite of what verse 24 says where verse 24 says great gracious words are like a like a honeycomb sweet sweetness to the soul and health to the body whereas verse 27 and 29 says verse 27 a worthless man plots evil and his speech is like a scorching fire and verse 20 28 and 29 say a dishonest man spreads strife and a whisper separates close friends. A man of violence entices his neighbor and leads him in a way that is not good. And so verse 27 and 29 all together say, say, says, a worthless man plots evil and his speech is like a scorching fire. A dishonest man spreads strife and a whisper separates close friends. A man of violence entices his neighbor and leads him in a way that is not good. And so 
when I was reading those verses, it kind of more or less explains that in verse 24, if you um, know someone that's experiencing mental health, but you come at it from a compassionate and caring point of view, you actually acknowledge their experience, what they're going through, meet them where they're at, and you may um, challenge them and um, help them shift their focus and shift their perspective and set their mind on godly things. And so instead of digging a deeper hole and planting their feet in their depression or whatever it is that they're going through, you encourage them that, hey, God's good. God is so good and he's going to pull you out of this. So let's actually worship and 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 praise him and give him thanks and, and he'll pull he'll pull you out. But then verse 20, verse 27 to 29 is the complete opposite. It's it's kind of just never acknowledging that person's experience and what they're going through and just um hammering them to the point where they feel more useless and they feel more unloved. But anyway, guys, uh, that's it for this episode. And I uh, love you so much. And if this is the last episode for 2023, uh, thank you guys so much for an amazing year. Uh, love you.